bear witness that there is no one worthy of worship worthy of worship but Allah la sharika lak wa Allah we do not associate any partner with you there is no one else we obey unconditionally obey or no one else we worship but Allah he's our sustainer he's our creator he's our cherisher he's our nourisher he has sent us in this world for a short and appointed time and after that time is up, we'll all be returning to Allah. May Allah grant us nur and light. And may Allah grant us hidayat and guidance in our hearts. When we come to Jum'ah, we come with an intention that we're going to fulfill a really important command of Allah. Allah asks all the Muslims to gather for Jum'ah. When you guys grow up, and we go into different professions, you go into different you know, universities, you go into different careers, you go into different parts of the world. No matter where you are, this is a really beautiful commandment of Allah for you to see all the Muslims come together and pray on Jummah. Wherever you go, you establish Jummah. And the four rakah of Dhuhr is replaced by listening to the khutbah and then the other two rakah. So it is not about who is giving the khutbah. It's not about, is his brother, brother Michael giving the khutbah? Is it brother Wadud giving the khutbah? Is it Sheikh Omar Suleiman giving the khutbah? It's more about, I'm going to fulfill a command of Allah and may Allah put barakah and may Allah put nur and may Allah put blessing in this khutbah for me. Whenever you come to khutbah, ask Allah that Allah grant me something beneficial from this khutbah. Make me, give me something that transforms me and my heart. Give me something that takes me out of darkness to light. Give me something that takes me closer to you. It's not about the person when you walk into your classrooms and your teacher is teaching. It's not, you of course have adab and respect and courtesy to your teacher because that is a sunnah for Prophet But it's more about asking Allah that Allah, you grant, I'm going to make effort, you grant me blessing in these studies. Give me the best of these studies. Whether it's whatever language you're learning, whatever skills you're learning, learning it for the sake of Allah. And using it to benefit humanity, benefit the community. Allah says, and we said, work, O family of Da'ud, in gratitude. And remember that only a few of my servants. Only a few, very, very few of my servants are truly grateful. We're going into this Thanksgiving break, right? A time in this country, as Americans, we know that this is a really important holiday for Americans, right? Where Americans from all over the world, all over the country, they travel to their homes and they get together and they try to express gratitude of being together as families. And 
Thanksgiving break, fall break that we're going into, it is a time a lot of people, you know, we see that people are expressing thanks and expressing gratitude. And it is a beautiful thing that Allah has given us a deen, Allah has given us a religion that we, we, as soon as we wake up in the morning and we open our eyes, we express gratitude to Allah. When we are closing our eyes and we're going to sleep, we express gratitude to Allah. When we, when we eat, we express gratitude to Allah. When we, when we pray, we express gratitude to Allah. When we say Allahu Akbar, and the first thing we say after Audhu Billah, Bismillah, Alhamdulillah. So, the Prophet used to be beaming with gratitude. The Prophet was always, always, he was beaming radiant with gratitude of Allah, always thanking Allah abundantly, thanking Allah all the time. And what does a grateful heart look like? Do you guys know? What does a grateful heart look like? How does it look? What does it look like? When people go through difficulties or stress and they're having a bad day, it is difficult for them sometimes to be grateful. But guess what? Even when the Prophet ﷺ had the worst day, even when he was having very difficult days or weeks, he was always being grateful. And that gratitude of his heart, it came through his smile. It came through his character. It came through his good deeds. But the Prophet was smiling all the time. And the Sahaba, they narrate that we have never seen anyone smiling more often than the Prophet He was always smiling. And he said that meeting your brother with a cheerful face, it's a beautiful sadaqah. Allah loves it when you meet each other and you have, you're smiling. You smile. And the smile of the Prophet in his, in his face was because of this deep sense of gratitude he had in his heart. Allah says, And remember, when your Lord proclaimed, if you are grateful, I will surely increase you. If you thank Allah, Allah will surely increase you. If we say Alhamdulillah, we say great, we're grateful to Allah, Allah will increase us. Even if it is something very simple we have for lunch or dinner, a very simple cloak or whatever you know we have. Sometimes we may not get everything that's on our wish list. Whatever Allah gives us, if we're grateful to Allah, Allah will increase us. On the other hand, you know what happens? If you deny Allah's favors, if you forget that all the favors you have from Allah, even when you're complaining that yeah, I just didn't get that toy or that game or that you know, playtime with my friends or something really important I was looking for, a vacation, a place I wanted to go for vacation, I didn't get to do all of that. Even when you're complaining about that, guess what's happening? You're soaking in the blessings of Allah. Do you know how many, how many neurons we have in our brain? How many neurons do we have in our brain? About 85. I really appreciate those of you that are raising hands and, and are engaged, mashallah. Thank you for listening. 85 billion neurons in our brain. That's about 100 billion neurons. You can't even count on your, you can't even count 100 billion. You have 100 billion neurons. When you're saying that, I really don't like this food, or I don't really like to go here, or man, I just really didn't want this. Even when you're complaining, right at that moment, there are about 100 billion blessings in your, in your own head. 
We're soaking in Allah's blessings. There's so much blessing. You cannot even count. You cannot even compute on a calculator. How many blessings of Allah you have in your body? So if you bless, if you thank Allah, Allah increases you. And if you are not grateful, then you get decrease. That means you lose blessing in this life. You may not quantitatively, you may not lose something. Someone might keep being rich in this world, being ungrateful, but they're going to lose their blessing in the hereafter. And they're going to lose blessing of what they have in this world. And you know what psychologists found? When we complain, you know what happens? The psychologists found that when we complain, something happens to our brain. There is a region of our brain, it's called the hippocampus. And in that part of the brain, this, that part of the brain is really important to the brain. You know why? Because it is responsible for long-term memory retention. It remembers things for a long time. It keeps your memories. You know when people, when they get old, and if they have dementia or they have Alzheimer's, and they start to lose their memory, and they're not able to remember who they're meeting, or they can't remember their kids, or they can't remember where things are, it's a very difficult thing to go through, right? Because then they don't know how to even take care of themselves. It's a very difficult thing. And when you lose that part of the brain, hippocampus, when you have decay in that part of the brain, that is responsible, directly related to people losing their memory. And you know what the scientists found? They found that when we complain, that part of the brain starts shrinking. We start losing gray matters from the hippocampus of the brain. So if you're a chronic complainer, you complain all the time, man, this is not going well, that is not going well, man, I'm not happy, I'm just like, man. Like you always have something to complain about? You're hurting yourself. You're literally making yourself sick. So, next time when you feel like complaining, just say, hey, not everyone gets everything all the time. What do I have? What do I have that I can be grateful for? And then, then remember, there are about 100 billion neurons in your head that you can be thankful for. There are about 40,000 neurons in your heart you can be thankful for. There are about 100 million neurons in your gut that you can be thankful for. There are hundreds of bones and muscles and limbs and organs and a trillion cells you can be thankful for. And saying, Alhamdulillah. Can you say Alhamdulillah a trillion times from every cell in your body? If Allah said, I give you a trillion cell, so say Alhamdulillah a trillion times, could we do it? We could not. If you start saying Alhamdulillah now and you keep doing it for the rest of it, you're not going to be able to do it. Trillion, trillion, Alhamdulillah, you're not going to be able to do it. So, this is really important, guys. To remember to thank Allah. Why should we thank Allah? Of course for all these blessings, but what else? Because Allah loves us so much. Allah loves us so much. That our teachers teach us that Allah loves us, a believer, even more. When we say, Allah, amantu billah, Allah, I believe in you and your prophet. Allah, Allah's love and help becomes obligatory for you. Allah loves you. And so much so that Allah loves you 70 times more than your mom loves you. So much more. So much more than even your mother loves you. And Allah's doors of mercy are always open. That child, because the child got lost. And if you've ever seen a mother looking for her lost child, it's, it's very difficult to see. 
very, very difficult when a mother loses the child. And the mother is looking for that child, frantically looking around for that child, and until the mother finds the child and hugs the child and brings the child close to her chest, and the Prophet told the Sahaba, do you think that mother could ever throw that child in the fire? And the Sahaba, they said, no, there's no way. How can a mother do that to that child? And the Prophet said, Allah loves his servant even more than the mother loves her child. Allah does never, Allah never wants to harm us. Allah never wants to hurt us. Allah told us everything we need to do so that we can be closer to Allah. We can be away from all the harm. And the Prophet, he also came with that love and mercy from Allah. He said, I am like a father to you. The Prophet, he, he said, I'm like a father to you. I try to save you from the fire. You know, there's a big fire and all these bugs, somehow they're all attracted to that fire. They're all trying to fly into that fire. And the Prophet said, I'm like a father to you and I try to save you. It's like a big fire. Everybody's running towards and I'm trying to save all of them, all of them, all of them. And I'm able to save some and the others will still get in there. And the Prophet gave us another example of how much Allah loves us. How much Allah loves when we remember Him, when we come back to Him. The Prophet told us a, a, an analogy. He said, you are in the middle of a desert. You know, like, let's say you're, you're traveling to like Albuquerque. Not sure if you've ever been to Albuquerque. Or if you're traveling to, let's say, El Paso or Odessa or Midland, you know, West Texas. It's really hot. There's all these barren desert lands or Arizona, right? You're in the middle of the desert and you're traveling alone. And if you're going in your car and there's nobody else and 100 miles here, this way or 100 miles that way, 100 miles all around you, there is nobody. And then you have no water, no food and your car breaks down and your cell phone is not working because there's no signal. How are you going to feel? So the Prophet gave us an example. He said a traveler, a Bedouin, he's traveling on the desert and he's on his camel and his water and his food, everything is on that camel. And then in the middle of the desert where there's nobody around for miles after miles, he sleeps and when he wakes up, he sees that his camel is gone. His camel is gone and his food and his water and everything is on that camel. And he runs to the north and he runs to the south and he runs to the right and left and he runs all around and he can't find his camel. Until he, give, he gives up hope on his life. It's like, that's it. I just got to just lie here and wait until I die. He's given up all his hope. Because who's there? There's nobody there. Then Allah. And all of a sudden, as he's giving up his hope, he's just giving up. Far away, he all of a sudden, he sees that his camel is like coming back to him. Far in the horizon, he sees that camel coming back to him. How does he feel? Super happy, right? He jumps up. He's so happy. He's like, oh my God. You know, the camel's coming back to me. And then he says, he's so happy. The Prophet says that he's so happy, he doesn't even know what he's saying. He says, Allah, you're my servant, I'm your Lord. What does he say? He's so happy, he jumps up, he says, Allah, you're my servant and I'm your Lord. He doesn't even know what he's saying, but he's saying it out of happiness. He's so happy because he's gotten his life back. 
You know what the Prophet said? The Prophet gave us this analogy and he said, when a slave of Allah, when one of us return to Allah, come back to Allah, Allah is even happier than that person. Allah is even happier than that person. Why? Why is Allah so happy? By us worshipping Allah, is Allah's greatness going to increase a bit? By us worshipping, not worshipping Allah, is Allah's greatness going to go down a little bit? Is Allah tre Allah's treasure needs our worship? Does Allah's greatness need me and you? Allah will still be great if we didn't worship Allah. But why does Allah become so happy? Because Allah loves me and you. Allah loves us so much. This is why we need to be so thankful for Raditu Billahi Rabbah. We should be so pleased, so content, so happy for our, our Lord who loves us so much. Alhamdulillah. Thank you Allah for making us Muslim. Thank you for letting us know you, recognize you, know one God. Give us the message of the Quran. Give us such beautiful gifts Allah that you are our creator for making us your ambassadors. You know me and you, we are representing Allah on this earth. We're like Allah's ambassador on this earth. We are the worker, we're the ummah of the final messenger, Prophet ﷺ. We are the na'ib of the Prophet ﷺ. We're carrying the message of the Prophet ﷺ. We are the warith of the Qur'an. We are, we're carrying the Qur'an in our heart, in our character, in our deeds, to keep on conveying the message of Allah. May Allah subhanahu wa grant us all the tawfiq, inshaAllah, to be grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah make us among those who are grateful, inshaAllah. May Allah give us tawfiq to always be connected. And, and when we feel like complaining, when we feel like getting away from Allah, come back and think about all the blessings we have. And never forget how much Allah loves us. Never forget how much of Allah's mercy is there for us. Always return to Allah's mercy and Allah's love. Ameen, ameen. Allah saying, what is Allah saying? Allah is saying that Allah and His angels send blessings upon the Prophet. O you who believe, send blessings upon the Prophet Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad. Wa Allah, please send your peace and your blessings and your choicest blessings upon our beloved Prophet and his family, and his companions, and those who follow him until the day of judgment, insha'Allah. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad, Allahumma salli ala Muhammad al-Nabirum, wa ala alihi wa sallim taslima. You know, before I end my khutbah, I want to tell you about one name of Allah. One name of Allah that helps us understand how great Allah is, and how much you should be thankful to Allah. And this name of Allah is Ash-Shakur. Is everybody with me? How many of you are, are, are sleeping? Raise your hand if you're sleeping. All right. So if you're all awake, stay with me for a minute. There is a beautiful name of Allah. It's called Ash-Shakur. 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 What is the name of Allah? Ash-Shakur. And Ash-Shakur is the one 
who continuously appreciates us. And he appreciates us so much that he appreciates us like continuously and forever and ever and ever. It's like you just brought lunch for your friend one day and he's like, hey, you know what? I have an extra sandwich. Why don't you have my lunch today? And your friend's like, oh man, I was so hungry and you're giving me this amazing yummy sandwich. I'm going to be so thankful. Man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring a sandwich for you tomorrow. Okay, fine. No problem. But would anybody say, when you share that sandwich, would anybody say, oh my God, you're giving me the sandwich? I'm going to give you a sandwich every single day for the rest of your life. Would anyone ever say that to you? No, never. Never going to happen. But guess what? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that to you. A person has forget Allah for 80 years of their life. And they did whatever they wanted to do. They, they didn't realize that they had one God. They had to go back to their God. All of a sudden, they're 80 years old and they realize that there is one God and there is no, God, no other God other than Him. And they say, Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah. Ashhadu anna Muhammadur Rasulullah. They say, I believe in one God and I don't associate any partner with Allah. Guess what happens for that one thing they say sincerely from their heart that one time? What happens? Just one time sincerely from their heart and Allah puts them in Jannah and Allah feeds them, Allah gives them drink, Allah takes care of them, Allah gives them all the blessings forever and ever and ever and ever. Like just for one time, like we just said it and that's it? Ashakur, the one who continuously appreciates, the one who abundantly appreciates, and the one who appreciates so much, so much, so much, even small things. So always remember this name of Allah, Ashakur. Allah appreciates me so much. I just say, Subhanallah, Allah loves it so much. I just take five minutes to pray and then Allah will give me Jannah for that. That's it. Can you go to a really important event? Can you go to President Obama invited you and everybody has to take a gift? Would you take like a, would you, would you take a date as a, as a gift? Probably not, right? You're probably going to try to buy something like a little more expensive. Probably not a date. What if like half a date? Someone's like, you know what? I'm just going to half this date and take half of this date to President Obama. Or I'll take half a date to, the, to a wedding. You're invited to a cousin's birthday party and he's like, what did you get me today? Man, I'm looking for a really good gift. You're like, half a date. Everybody's so happy, mashallah. May Allah keep you happy. So, oh, mashallah, our team is back. So half a date, guys. Half a date. What did the Prophet, Prophet told us? Extinguish the fire of Jahannam, even if it is by giving charity or sadaqah of half a date. Allah will give us reward and forgive us for giving charity of half a date? Somebody who can only afford that and they just give that half a date to someone, Allah will appreciate that person so much that Allah will forgive them from the hellfire? Are you kidding me? Just for half a date? No human being will even take that as a gift. Half a date, guys. This is a shakur the one who appreciates every little thing we do so much, so much, so much. May Allah grant us tawfiq. May Allah grant us that gratitude in our heart, inshallah. May we never forget Allah's love and mercy. May we never forget Allah's blessing.
And inshallah, before I make dua and, and ask Abdurrahman to lead the salah, I have a short story that I love. I really love this story. So the story is like this. One time, a man making dua. And this man, he was raising his hand and making like really like intense dua. And he was saying, Allah, please make me among the few. He said, Allah, please make me among the few. Make me among those few. Make me among the few. And Omar was saying, what is he saying? Make me among the few who? So he just like, he just like came to him. He's like, what do you mean? Like what dua are you making? Make me among who? And he said, didn't you read the ayah of the Quran where Allah says, وَقَلِيلٌ مِنْ إِبَادِيَ الشَّكُورِ that only a very few are really truly grateful to Allah. So I'm asking Allah to make me among those few. Umar just like looked at him, listened, nodded his head and he said, everybody knows and Umar doesn't know. He said, everybody knows and Umar doesn't know. And he just walked off. So may Allah make us among those few. May Allah make us among those few. We're really grateful to Allah. May Allah grant gratitude in our heart. Fill our heart with gratitude all the time, inshallah. Ameen, ameen. Allahumma ahdina, ya hayu, ya qayyum, bi rahmatik and astagheez. Aslih lana, sha'lana kulla wa la takilna ila anfasana tarfata'in. Rabbana atina fid dunya hasana, wa fil akhirati hasana, wa qina adab al-nar. Allahumma inna salaka khayri, khayri ma sa'alaka min nabiyuka habibuka Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu sallam. Na'uzu bika min shari masta'az min nabiyuka habibuka Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu sallam. Anta al-musna'an. عليك البلاء ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله أخي مصطفى